0: Somewhere in the deepest jungles of South America. Alan, you better have a good reason to drag us to South America in the middle of the summer.
1: Legend says that a microphone was stolen in the deep jungles of the Amazon, supposedly made out of solid gold.
0: We're in the jungle and it's 120 degrees out here, and you're wearing a stupid leather jacket and a fedora.
1: Look, Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite movie, and I heard about the legend of the golden microphone. I knew we had to come and search for it
0: dude, I'm woefully unprepared for this and I'm all out of Gatorade.
1: Trust me. Look, there it is. It's a golden microphone. I've got a bad
0: feeling about this.
1: Hey, you don't think this place is booby-trapped, do you? <laughs> Boobies. Will you focus, please?
0: Alright, I got it. The golden microphone. Let's go. Man,
1: I'm so thirsty. Let me have some of your water. Throw me the idol and I'll give you a sip. Was that your stomach? Dude, we just ate. You can't possibly be hungry.
0: I am hungry, but it wasn't my stomach.
1: It's a giant boulder. Run! Run! Ah! I can't
0: believe we made out alive. Alan, there's the plane. There's
1: a big cake on the plane, John.
0: Oh, that's my celebratory cakes.
1: I hate cake, John. I hate them. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd Me podcast. Jonathan, I guess we're talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: Yes. <laughs> we're talking about what gave you that idea? Our journey to South America this past summer?
1: That was high production, man.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Hollywood will be knocking down our doors <laughs> yeah. as soon as this is published.
1: <laughs> uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, um, do wait. You... No,
0: you're wrong. It's but... Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay,
1: well, now it's called. That, yes. Back then, that's... it was called Raiders of the Lost Ark. <clears throat> yeah,
0: I know. I don't like that they changed
1: it. Yeah. Well, whatever. Doesn't really make a difference. It is funny though when you see the opening scene. How you know how like they always have. Whenever you see Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones, it's kind of written that. You know, big bubbly kind of words, reddish yellow, whatever. But when right. you, When you start off the movie, it's this really static-looking Raiders of the Lost Ark business. You know, yeah, it's yeah weird, cause well, they, that's
0: because they didn't know what, how big it was going to get.
1: Yeah, well, that's true too. Yeah, but um, yeah, do you recall watching this in the theaters?
0: I'm going to have to give you a big no on that one. Ah. I don't. I honestly don't know if I ever saw this in the theater.
1: No kidding. Well, this one, I I got a funny story about this one. Um, you know, my mom took me the first time, and uh, the only thing I really remember was there is that scene where Marion's um, in the tent with Belloc and Tote walks in and he's like taking off his jacket and he like, you know, has that like collapsible hanger thing. right? And I just remember like he takes it out and he's like, un- you know, unraveling it whatever. And I can hear my mom say, Oh my God. And I'm like, and then when she said, it, I'm like, Oh my God, what's going to happen? And then, you know, he, he does the hanger thing. And, and I just remember my mom saying that in the m- middle of the movie and, uh, that was dumb.
0: But anyway. No, <laughs> they were, they were, they were, it was funny because I rewatched it recently and I'd forgotten that scene. I'm like, cause they, they play it off. Like he's going to do something really like beat them with it or something. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. they're both like, uh, Marion and the other guy are like, what's this about? Yeah. They, 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 and then he turns yeah. it into a hanger. I was like, Oh, Yeah,
1: <laughs> like a guy needing a black trench coat in the middle of Cairo is really efficient. But anyway, uh, and then the second time <laughs> I watched it, I went, I went watch it with my friend Albert and, uh. You know, we grew up. You know, Empire the strikes Empire Strikes Back. The Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back came out in nineteen eighty, so the year before. And you know, at that time, I didn't really know Harrison Ford. Really, I just knew him as Han Solo. And I remember he and I were watching the movie, and I kept referring him to to a uh, Han instead of you know Indiana. Indian. And then uh, in that fight scene in Cairo, where he's you know beating up the the other guys, and I remember saying, "Go Han, beat him up." And this girl behind me is like, "Shh." shut up and i just remember like like so embarrassed and like <laughs> sinking to my chair like oh boy you know and i was like in third grade at the time so you know i was <laughs> i was easily upset
0: <laughs> that's okay because 30 years later you were yelling at kids in the avengers <laughs> infinity <laughs> yeah, war yeah, the right? circle of life <laughs> yeah, right.
1: so yeah so yeah I, I i definitely remember watching it twice Third time maybe, not but I don't recall anything special about going the third time. But uh, now this one is super influential. I remember, like even making my own bullwhip as a kid, like just getting a stick and shoelaces and and just trying to get it to crack, and then uh, taking rope and just going in the backyard trying to swing on it and stuff. But um, yeah, Did it work? Uh, well, the whip cracking, yeah, but the <laughs> the rope on the on the tree, not so much
0: i got to say, I, I'm impressed with your industriousness as a child. Uh, you Thank know, you. So we talked about our 80s weapons. You, you built a lot of – like you saw these movies and you like these weapons or devices that you saw in these movies and you went about building them.
1: If I knew uh-huh. how to sew, I'd make my own fedora, but <laughs> I'm kind of surprised you didn't
0: me. learn you didn't teach yourself how to sew.
1: <laughs> it's, it's not over yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you own like five fedoras, I don't know.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, so th- this movie has been really important to me. And then I remember – uh after a while i think it came really back in my life hard when we were in college and i think this is when it went to vhs at the time and it came out like the trilogy and i just remember wearing out the tape on that so
0: yeah so let me ask you this uh with with star wars you know famously i've never i never saw star wars in theater as a kid so i was i was really more about empire and as we as as we talked about you know as we shared memories with on other shows like christmas toys or, or favorite toy lines and things like that and came to realize that a bulk if not most of my Star Wars collection was all empire related um so that was how I, that's that that's kind of the way i had empire kind of infiltrate my life and, and and become so important to me because even after the movie i think i only saw it twice before it came on on video
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know but being able to play with the toys and reenact some scenes or make up my own scenes that's how it really kind of became part of my life Indie didn't have that toy Component to it, which was really odd if you think about it. Oh,
1: not you too think? much later, actually. Yeah, it, right, it came that's out what like I mean. almost a year or two later.
0: Yeah, you would think Kenner would have jumped right on that.
1: So um, what you would do is, it was cool because the the Han Solo Empire action figure he had a long sleeve jacket, so we had that, and then my buddy and I, you know, really crappily tried to make a fedora out of paper. <laughs> <laughs> it was but bad. but
0: well, that's the question. Is like yeah. Because I had Empire and the toys that kind of keep me afloat with 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 the movie itself, what was it about indie that kept you thinking about it and oh
1: you know
0: what, what kept your what your love for it alive through because as long as I've known you I would I think it's safe to say indie is more important to you than the Star Wars movies
1: yes right
0: true. so what what built that is my question
1: Oh you mean like what, what carried it on even though the toys weren't around and stuff?
0: Right, well, what kept it in your daily life? Like, like I said, I was able to play with the toys, so every day I'd be thinking about the movie, but...
1: Oh, yeah, like I said, so because there weren't any toys, you know, other than making the whips, uh, my buddy and I would really try and transform our Han soul action figures into Indiana Jones and stuff. Right. So, I mean, even though it was your makeshift action figure, to us it was Indiana Jones, and that was enough, you know. Like I said, it, it was it was a good thing that the Han soul action figure had a long sleeve jacket, so you just had a... use your imagination a little bit um but like yeah it was it was it was influential and uh but I definitely more so as I got older too you know it wasn't like I mean I loved Empire Strikes Back I I mean that's my favorite amongst the three movies and stuff so you know when you see Han Solo on the big screen with Harrison Ford it's it's kind of the same thing you know it's the actor still
0: right well I think it's part for me it was kind of funny I was I mean, I enjoyed the movie when I saw it, but I was slow to warm to it because I never liked—not I didn't like—but I never understood like everybody wanted to be Han Solo. Like when we were playing Star Wars and stuff, everybody wanted to be Han Solo, and Han Solo was the coolest. I didn't understand that back then because obviously Luke's the hero of the movie, you know, oh, yeah. and I was always a Luke guy. So you know, seeing you know Harrison Ford as Indy slash you know in our little young brains Han Solo. I was just like, oh, where's, you know, why is he the star? You know, oh, that I got stuff. you. Right, so I was right, a little right. more, I mean, but I remember how, how just adventurous it was. Um, even rewatching it, I realized there's really not a lot of dull moments. Like Star Wars has a, like the whole maybe first 20 minutes. It's, you <laughs> know, all that Tatooine stuff. It's pretty, I wouldn't say dull, but you know, it's building the world. It's building the story. Whereas Indy, you jump right into it. Um, and the action pieces are, are phenomenal. And I'd forgotten, um, it's been a while since I've seen, I forgot about the, uh, uh, the fight with the airplane with the big ball. German oh, that's guy. an awesome scene. That's a great scene. I forgot about, <laughs> and I don't understand how I forgot about this, but I forgot about the time he, you know, when they're doing the, the car chase and he goes under the truck with the whip.
1: Oh, that's amazing.
0: That's an amazing stunt. I'm yeah. like, I'm watching this movie, uh, and you know, what's it 30, 40 years almost ago. And. I'm like, how did no one die making this thing?
1: (laughs) Right. Well, it's funny you brought that up. The guy that – the stuntman that did uh, that move underneath the truck, apparently he tried doing that in another movie. He actually hurt himself. Mm. And so he wanted to redeem himself for this particular film and stuff. But yeah, no, you're right about that. This is is one of those movies where um, I would – I can honestly say if it's on TV, stop, drop, and roll. I'm watching this movie. And – there isn't a part in the movie where I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's that scene. I'm going to wait till later. It's like there's always something interesting to me about this film, whether it's a beginning, middle, or an end and stuff. But uh, there's there's always something good about it that I, that I like. You know? And it seems like as – when I watch this movie, this – not exaggerating. It's got to be a 100 times I've seen this stupid movie. And uh, th- there's always something – like little nuances I'm always picking up here and there. But it never gets right. old. But it's funny though. If I had a rank – if you had asked me this like maybe five years ago, if I had to like put them in order, it'd probably be like Raiders, Last Crusade, Temple, then Crystal Skull. But now that I'm older, now my my order changed for some reason. Yeah, you know, it's it's like um well Raiders so Raiders and, Temple now yeah and I and, and I was never really a big Temple fan until recently, for some reason. Okay,
0: we'll save that conversation because we're gonna do a Temple episode. <laughs> um, no, I I, I mean. I haven't. Temple's the one I really don't rewatch. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, when we do do the show, I'm going to rewatch it. And I'm hoping I, I like it better because I remember not liking it that much as a kid. I thought it was too violent when I was a kid. It was very, dark.
1: Oh, it was very, very dark. Very, right. very dark. Yeah. So, um,
0: but the thing with Raiders is it was such a good nonstop action flick and it stands to test of time. The great thing is, like, I, I didn't know what a Nazi was. You know, they're like, "Oh, these are bad guys." I'm like, "All right, I'm on board. These are bad <laughs> guys. I didn't even know why. I didn't know why. I didn't know, you know, even even the Ark of the Covenant. Even though they explained it well in the movie, you know, as a kid, I guess maybe I wasn't paying close attention. I was a little iffy on the whole Ark thing, but it was it was like kind of a great, exciting movie, you know. And I think years later, I would say when the first time I saw it, as much as I loved like a- a- Empire, which I felt differently watching Empire than I in than Indy. And I think for, for me, Indy, I didn't feel that way watching a movie until a few years later when Back to the Future came out. I just – and, and I, I, that's just what I mean by that is I just sit there. I'm, in, I'm lost in the film. I'm just totally entertained. I'm engrossed. It's fun. It's adventurous. It's, it's thrilling. And I didn't – you know between Raiders and um, Back to the Future, those are the two from the 80s I remember feeling that excitement and that thrill.
1: Yeah, I re- I really like the character too. Indiana Jones is one of those guys where he's, I, I would say he's kind of like the the, the anybody kind of guy. The fact that he was a professor, but he was a weekend warrior too, and he you know, like if you look at like what's that guy's name from Top Gun? I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Mission Impossible. E- Ethan Hunt, right? Ethan Hunt, right? It's like, you know, Ethan Hunt is one of those characters where. He is like the best of the best of everything that he can possibly do. You know, it's 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 like you don't I you never have a doubt that he's gonna get out of it. With right. Indiana Jones though, he 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 gets his butt kicked. You know, there's some times where you're like, Oh, you know, like it can it can swing swing either way. Um and he and he doesn't always win. I mean the movie starts off that way, though he got the idol, but you know, Belloc's like, "Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for doing all the hard work. Now, now give it up to me." And you don't, you know, you don't even get the idol at the end. You know, so he he doesn't always win.
0: Right. I think I think his biggest strength is his um, is his drive, and and his, he's driven by these antiquities being preserved and put in museums and things like that, and not. You know, not the money aspect of it or anything like that. I, you know, I mean, he's as a professor, he's clueless that all the girls are staring at him in the classroom. Um, you know, he's talking about, you know, I, I had the idol. You know, in the beginning, he's, he's telling um his friend at this school. I can't remember his name. Uh, the British guy. Oh, Brody. He's telling Brody about how I had the idol, but it was taken away from me. But I, I picked up these other things, which are still going to be good for the museum. And he goes, if you give me just two thousand dollars, I can get the idol back. So he's not worried about like. He's not a fortune hunter in the sense, You know what I mean? He's on a treasure. It's weird. He hunts treasures, but he doesn't do it for the treasure aspect of it. And he's really just driven by two things in this movie. Um, Marion and keeping the Ark out of the hands of the Nazis because he knows what, what they're going to use it for. Uh, and he just wants to put it in a museum to the point where even at the end, when he's sitting down with the government telling them what happened, and he's like, well, who's going to study it? It needs to be studied. Oh, don't worry. We got people on it. Well, who? We got people. <laughs> and he's just Who? he's top yeah. man, <laughs> yes, top man. And he's like, well, what are their names? You know, he's the top guy. You think he know? He know? And and you know, part of him knew that the government had no plan on doing that. And what a great scene! I mean, you could do a whole movie on that that last scene where it gets put in the warehouse. You know, just just what other things are in that warehouse. Um, so he's he's driven by his belief uh, of the archaeology. You know, he it, it's not a job for him. It's his it's it's his life. Uh, and he does have these varied skills, and I, you know, I was watching him when he gets attacked, when him and Mary get attacked, the, the first time.
1: You know, oh, the guys the, in Nepal.
0: Oh, 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 in Cairo. Uh, yeah, I guess that's where they are. You know, when she's hiding in the basket and all yeah, that you're
1: stuff, right.
0: and he's fighting the guys. It's like it's not this Matrixy type thing where these professional fighters, and he's like getting his butt kicked, and he's like punching these guys, and it, it's a really it's I mean, it was choreographed, of course, but it was so like not what you see nowadays. It wasn't polished. You know, right. it, it, it's a fight like you think a guy and he, you're right. He gets hurt. He gets knocked on, his, on the ground when he's when he when he fights at the plane and he's crawling up the plane toward the pilot and the big guy's like, come on down. And he's like, <laughs> oh,
1: man, <laughs> you know? he goes, all right, I'll be right down. He even waves his hand at him.
0: He's like, "All right, I'm coming. Oh, and and,
1: it, and he fights dirty, too. The first thing he does is he, he kind of points at the ground. Hey, look at that. You know, then he punches him. And there's sometimes I think he even grabbed ball. sand and he threw it in his eyes and stuff. Yeah, he, so.
0: And I think he hit him in the nuts, too, at one point.
1: Well, I hope he did. <laughs> like, right. That was well, huge.
0: Well, the thing is, is he fighting dirty or is he fighting smart? And it's self-preservation. I mean,
1: yes we, we yes. know... Th-
0: well, we know the story about the guy with the with the sword skills, flipping around and all that stuff, and he just shoots him. You know, the story is he had dysentery at uh, Harrisford, had dysentery that day, and he, he was like, "Hey, you know, Steve Spielberg, can we just film it this way so I don't have to shit my pants, <laughs> you know, <laughs> while we're filming?" Because I think they had choreographed a sword fight scene. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, they did. But he went he went with this idea of Steven Spielberg and it's it's wonderful. It's it's like one of the classic moments of cinema now, you know, where the guy does the sword and he just takes out his gun and shoots him. Right. Yeah. That's just indie, you know. But
1: it it's it, it's a great character.
0: He's well written uh and the movie in and of itself is is great.
1: Oh my god, what a, another thing that really emphasizes this movie too is the music. It's like like John Williams does this thing where like in Star Wars every character has their theme song and stuff mm-hmm. and it th- this is no different too but um even even Yahweh has his own music anytime like they mention the ark or a god you can hear that 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 song that that they play also so it has like that 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 you know mystical kind of kind of thing um but there there is even a scene where i even timed it yesterday the moment when he was going into the map room right from the moment that the last thing that indy says to, and he's talking to sala up until the point to get the map it's almost four and a half minutes of just music you know without without no one anyone saying a word and stuff and you know it's like one long take but it's such a freaking build up
0: right yeah because he he's finally got this piece and he's in the map room and he's got to you know position the stick and all that stuff.
1: Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. <clears throat> you know, there's if you go online too, there's this um podcast. It's called um The Hollywood Gauntlet and on there I believe it's three guys and what it is is they they found the originals um what was it? it was it was like it was Spielberg, Lucas and Kazden, I think in a room and they put down a tape recorder and they're just talking about building this movie you know like you know brainstorming is what it was and it's really cool because they're talking about scenes that that never even made it to the movie but they put it in the in the next movies like you know temple of doom with the with the mine cart scene and and the, you know falling from the raft all that stuff was supposed to be in raiders you know and and the original headpiece was supposed to be divided into, like, three pieces. So that had indie going like to, like, three different parts of the world and stuff. But they, they oh, wow. consolidated into this thing. But it's a really cool um, uh, listen to. It's, like, two and a half hours long of, of them, you know, voicing over exactly what the tape recorder said. It's, it's really, really cool of, of how they actually construct a movie. And really, all their all – like, in summary, is basically Lucas saying, hey, this is a cool idea. And then this is a cool idea. And we're going to get Kaz just just write a story around it, you know, versus like, I guess how you would re- construct a story. Like you'd have a, you know, like a beginning, middle and end. They were just talking about cool things to do and, and then trying to get a story built around the cool things. But
0: anyway. Well, as they say, you know, the you know, Star Wars was famously written to be like the old Flash Gordon serials uh, that Lucas and Spielberg grew up with in the early days. And I think uh, I think Raiders has a an, a an equal one from back in the day serials. I think it may have been um, Alan Quatermain or something like that right, right. Uh, and 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 that's what it is and I mean back in the day the serials were like five minutes long and you'd have to see you know they'd be chapters of them uh, well, all they do is really just put all these chapters together and make them into a two hour two and a half hour movie oh,
1: sure
0: um, yeah it's just it, it's just really some of the best adventure movies. Um, ever. And and the thing is, people have been trying to repeat that. And I don't know that they've, they've come close maybe, but I don't know if they've ever actually been there. And I don't know if anything will ever surpass it, even with reboots, you know, with the rumors of Chris Pratt rebooting. Yeah. You know, it's not you know, no matter how good it is, it's not going to be Raiders.
1: I mean, but know? check this out. This is like, if you think of like movies, um, you know, Star Wars, Jurassic Park and things like that. This is like the all-star movie. You got Spielberg, Lucas, Kazan, and Harrison Ford. I mean, you got you know four guys who are practically at the top of their game at the time creating this movie. You know, right. so it's I think that's why it's so amazing. You got all these you know creative people doing something that, that they have like they really enjoy. Because if you watch Harrison Ford in interviews, he he was never. I mean, he wasn't fond of Han Solo. He wanted him to die in Empire Strikes Back. You know? Right,
0: he, he felt he felt Han had no more story to tell.
1: Yeah, and not only that. Empire. In yeah. Star Wars, he's really not the lead, and and he Harrison Ford really loves Indiana Jones. You know, he, that's a character where he embraces. He never talks down upon it and stuff because you know it's Harrison Ford. He that's that's his role. You know, that's that's the role that that kind of made him big and stuff. But. um yeah, even he loves it. But it's it's really cute when you think about Indiana Jones as a character. It's kinda like he's like the American version of, of James Bond, which I think is how like Lucas presented it as Spielberg and stuff. But you know, it's funny how you said earlier about Indiana Jones. Indian and I felt the same thing too that he was really after the arc and stuff, but when you really look into like behind the scenes about like scenes that they cut out, Indiana Jones is like this. Very James Bondish, let's say, when it comes to girls and stuff. You know, there right. was that there was that scene when he leaves the college after he talks to the to the government guys, and Indy answers the door, um, wearing this like silk robe, and he's got like champagne in his hands already. And you're supposed to understand that he actually bedded one of his students, oh, you know? Geez. Yeah, and so when he sees Marion. You know, she's angry at Indy because she's like, "I was young and I was in love." And he's like, "You know what you're doing." He was like, Dude, "He says she says I was a child." Yes.
0: <laughs> I don't know how old
1: you. I was a child. I was in love. He's like, "You know what you're doing." I was like, God. "What the hell, man?" Anyway, <laughs> I can't
0: believe you you're bringing up his possible pedophilia. I thought you liked the guy. <laughs> no, I do like the guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I got a question for you, since you're all about. Indie. Sure. Why did George Lucas not do this? Because he was too bi- directed. Because he was too busy with the uh, Star Wars movies.
1: Well, uh, you know, what, instead of Spielberg, you mean. Oh yes, mm-hmm. that, that's ex- that's exactly what it was. Because he, 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 he brought the story to Spielberg, Spielberg, right? Yeah, he he brought the story to Spielberg, and Lucas was still working on Return of the Jedi, also. So okay. Yeah, Spielberg was yeah. So what is it? Lucas produced it and Spielberg directed it and, and stuff. So.
0: Okay, so let me ask you, uh, this one. Man. Okay. Tom Selleck was supposed to be Indiana Jones, wasn't he? He was.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but uh, uh, at the time, actually when they when they conceived the idea of Indiana Jones, Tom Selleck was the image that, that Lucas had in his head. But uh, Tom Selleck was still associated with Magnum P.I., and CBS wouldn't let him out of his contract, and then Spielberg said, hey, how about Harrison Ford? And Lucas was saying, "Ah, come on, he's Han Solo." And Spielberg said, "No, this is Indiana Jones, or Indiana Smith, I think is what he originally called him." Right. And uh, yeah, the rest is history and stuff. This movie, let me tell you, like if I see like a ray of light someplace, like in a in a building, whatever, I would literally crawl under the light, like Indy does, (laughs) and and then wave my hand in the air and just do that every single time. drives my coworkers crazy.
0: Okay. I mean, I can't judge because every time I walk toward an automatic door, I wave my hand in front of it like I'm a Jedi. (laughs) So (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah, it's almost on a mag now. I mean, think about it. I'm just realize I'm doing it after I (laughs) am Like, okay, I'm still doing that. (laughs) Um, Well, that's funny. I I thought you were gonna say you carry around a staff of Ra, so in case you could find the secret.
1: Oh, I actually have.
0: You have a staff of Ra?
1: No, I don't have the staff of Ra, but I do have the 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 headpiece. Um, really? Yeah, and it's uh, it's like you know you can wear it's small, it's like the size of a quarter, and stuff, and uh, that's my necklace. So I got that going, and uh, and it's and you know I ride a motorcycle, and uh, mm-hmm. the jacket, my my jacket is it's a brown leather jacket, you know, and uh, all because of Indy. All right, this is getting really nerdy. Well, um, I was
0: gonna say I remember when you got your uh, your first satchel. It was like a world.
1: Oh, it was or, a World War II. It was an uh, army one, yeah. Yeah, the gas mask bag. Yep. Yeah, I'm still not. Well, making it had to be crap.
0: before World War II because this all takes place before World War II. All
1: right. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. World War I, I guess, is what it is. Yeah. And just US uh, US. recently, uh, I think I showed you a picture of a friend of mine. Well, not really a friend. I just actually kind of met her. And I was asking, like, where she works and stuff. And uh, she's like, Oh, I work at this, this, you know, where they sell feed for animals. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's cool. Do they have bull whips? She's like, I think so. And then I see her again, She she brings me a book. She like here. I'm like, what the hell is this? She goes, she's like, I've never met anyone that knows Indiana Jones more than you. I <laughs> said, well, thank you.
0: <laughs> so how many whips do you have now?
1: I have, well, uh, two that I made. Uh, one that I bought at the Indiana Jones Outpost in Disneyland. And the one I just got recently, so four. Wow. Yeah. Oh, but hey, after I made the first, my first one that I braided myself, right, I made that, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, no, 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 I, I, you know, I gotta outdo it, so the second whip I made, the handle is made of, like, a, like a steel pipe, you know, which typically okay. it could be wood, and on the lining on the inside of the whip, I put, like, metal ball bearings and a chain in there, so... Why? Well, so you can swing on it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, oh this thing's robust, and the cord inside, I use a rock climbing rope, also. So, yeah, this it's very swingable. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's me. Give me the idol. I'll throw you the whip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, all
0: right. Um, so,
1: goodbye.
0: the age-old question: How does Indy survive on the sub? That's been answered.
1: Oh, you know what? I When I was a kid – ooh, this, I remember this too. I remember – I don't know how I got it. It must have been at Walden Books. But I did pick up the Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark comic book. And in that comic book, they actually do say how he survived it. But in the Right. I think,
0: book, I think they, they, they might have filmed the scene or, or storyboarded it, but for a the reason they didn't do it.
1: Yeah. In the comic book, he ties himself to the periscope. And in the movie, what gets confusing is that in German, the guy says "dive," and you're like, "What?" (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, they they do make that big jump from from the submarine to that island, and and right. And next time
0: you see him, he's he's inside, he's on the island, right inside the hangar. Yeah. Well,
1: actually, there's a couple of scenes where I like to this day I don't know, like when Marion is in that basket and they load her in the truck. Supposedly, they still don't explain how she got off the truck. How she survived, right? Yeah, because Indy says in the movie, oh, you must have switched baskets. Well, how did she do that? She was being carried by the guys. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and, the other, and the other one I always wondered was, well, after you know the whole opening of the arc, and it's just Indy and Marion, how did they make it back home? Yeah, how'd they get untied? Well, the the, well, the ghosts untied them because... They kind of like show that they're like, Oh, hey, we're not tied anymore. But
0: I do not remember, yeah. It's like,
1: How did they get home after that? It was like, Did they load the arc? Did you, did you like load the arc without looking at it? You know, <laughs> like, uh, I well, it,
0: that's that. the thing. I was thinking that too when I I was watching it and everything's going nuts and their eyes are closed. And I'm like, how are they going to get the lid back on? But the <laughs> you know the power puts the lid back on itself.
1: Right. I think what it is you're not supposed to look what's inside the ark. Right. Now, you know you can look at
0: the ark. You can't look inside. Yeah. Because if you remember to even get the ark, because I thought, I thought I had to remember when they opened the ark. That's when all the ghosts started coming. But they opened the ark, and they find the, the sand that the, that the tablets, <laughs> the ten commandments had turned to dust. So it it is open for like a good minute, minute and a half before all the weird stuff starts to happen.
1: Oh, I'm glad you brought that scene up. There's two. Two scenes in the movie that I remember as a kid I was – I had a hard time watching. One is when we're in the well of souls and they break through the wall and Marion's like confronted by like all these dead skeletons the and forks, stuff. Yeah. Oh, my god. It took me – I remember as a kid closing my eyes, you know, and I remember a couple of times of watching I would close my eyes. Like I had to force myself to watch you know, because that scene freaks me out. And the other part was when they all died at the end. You know, when everyone's face is melting. I remember as a kid, right. like, squinting, like, Oh, no! That's gross! <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah.
0: I, um... I've forgotten that scene with Mary and all the skeletons. Oh, it's um, freaky. It's very scary. Uh, yeah. And then, but the but the face-melting thing, it's weird now because it kind of looks... Uh, I mean, we're used to see giant stuff like that. So... You could see how blatant, blatantly it's a wax, like yeah. dummy head. But back then, it was that was freaky, man. I remember being scared by by the face
1: melting and all that. <laughs> yeah, face yeah. melting and head exploding, and oh my god, it's it was freaky, totally freaky.
0: Yeah, so I, it's just, um, but it, it still holds up. Besides all that, it, it holds up very very well.
1: Right, I have a question for you. Sure. And this, this is something I always wondered also. When they open the Ark and, you know, the, the spirits come flying out and Belloc even says, oh, you know, she's beautiful. And then they turn into these like, what are those demons? Are, are those what 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 came out? We're like, are those like evil souls? Because they were very violent.
0: No, I think it's the wrath of God.
1: That's the wrath. so. But who were those spirits?
0: They're just you know they're they're angels i guess because so, they come out you know because you know I, well i do not know how how I'm into religion or what, what you might believe but there is uh there are angels that do god's kind of work like that and um that's why i was assuming was the wrath of god uh, because they weren't worthy and stuff like that um
1: well that seems made me poop my pants as a kid and i think no
0: one i, I think the theory is like no man should be able to look upon it like, I don't even think the Pope could look upon it, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I think it was just the wrath of God, pretty much. And um, Scary. And there's always that, that thing where, oh, Indy should have let the Nazis take it and let Hitler open up in front of one of his huge crowds or whatever, you know what I mean?
1: But I don't think Indiana Jones even knew what... No. Because he even says in the beginning of the film, you know, fire, whatever, uh, and then he says, if you believe that sort of stuff, you know, I don't think Indiana Jones really understands what was in it as well or what it could potentially do
0: you know what's, what i like about these movies is they don't and it's not like they're religious movies but they don't shy away from the religious aspect of it oh sure and they, they don't make a statement either way that it's whatever it's it's true or not true but uh, you know you kind of have to you know you, you know because of what happens with the arc and the power at old you'd have to think all right there's god and then when you go to last crusade you're like oh okay there was a divine jesus <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. they you know they drink out of out of the last and i was i'm like because I, I i always heard rumors that like before kingdom of crystal skull uh everybody thought they'd go with another religious artifact for either four or five and uh, i think the biggest one we heard about was like the Spear of destiny which is oh the Ro- Ro- yeah. yeah the romans the roman sphere that pierces. Uh, christ on the cross mm-hmm. and you know it's imbued with magic because it had christ's blood on it um but they you know for whatever reason decided to go with aliens and crystal skulls
1: <laughs> i think it's because it that movie takes place in the 50s right. which i think was the thing back then you know yeah because like it's yeah, so a
0: nazi and guy communist yeah and right and area 51 and yeah, all, all that we nonsense not
1: talk about that movie
0: <sighs> we're gonna have to eventually oh <sighs> Just like we we're gonna talk about the prequels.
1: <laughs> they even made. Um, I want to say it's for the Xbox, the very first Xbox. I think it was called Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. Did you ever play that one? I did not. That one's cool because uh, the, the voice acting is very good. I don't. I, I doubt it was Harrison Ford, but they, they really nailed the voice. It in, of Harrison. It was Ingruber. <laughs> Ingruber, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony awesome. Ingruber. Yeah. Oh, that guy's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's it's but, but you know they talk about the Indy 5 and harrison ford is going to be in his mid 70s maybe late 70s i don't
0: when i start filming it yeah
1: yeah i don't know if that's the right thing to do
0: yeah well him and spielberg are going to be in their late 70s or mid to late 70s it's
1: ridiculous yeah well spielberg can get away with him he's behind the camera but
0: I don't know. I mean, I, it I, was so... tough
1: to watch him in Crystal Skull. He was, you know, you can tell. You can tell this time in Crystal Skull, when it was Harrison Ford versus the stunt double, because the stunt right. double was just way too spry, <laughs> and, and uh, Harrison Ford obviously looks like he has back problems.
0: Well, maybe this new indie will be, uh, kind of like ep- those episodes of um, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles that he got started on, where he was in the old man makeup and he would just tell a story about when he was younger. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, this is this is my dream movie. Is that they do that where Harrison Ford's not doing a lot of the action where he's telling a story about when he's younger, and it's Chris Pratt when he flashes
1: back. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) You're right. (laughs) You know, I would even be happy with if if Harrison Ford or you know Harrison Ford, Anthony Gruber would do like a like an animated version of Indiana Jones.
0: Just have his voice, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I'd be okay with that one too. It's just gonna be tough, you know, because there's rumors as to. Who and which direction they're going to go in Hollywood, you know, their idea of doing something fresh and new is changing the gender of Harrison, I mean, of Indiana Jones, or, you know, it's, it's, that's Tomb Raider ready, you know, it's.
0: Right, uh... yeah, then then you'll have Indiana Jones. But, you
1: know, movie. if you think about Indiana Jones, that, that he is a womanizer, I mean, maybe he has a daughter that you don't know about, so. Yeah, yeah. Would yeah.
0: her name? Be Virginia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. See what I did there? <laughs>
1: very cute whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. <laughs> um, A little Java for you thank you <laughs> uh, alright so uh, since I brought it up uh, what were your thoughts on The Young Indian Jones Chronicles
1: uh, you know I remember not really gravitating towards that at all I may have caught an episode but geez, I, I do recall I think the very first episode but Anything after that, I thought was kind of boring. It, it was. Yeah, I, I believe
0: Harrison before was in the very first episode. He kind of introduces it as him telling
1: oh, stories he? of
0: himself. I remember I, he I was in an so.
1: episode where he was. I, no, I do remember that episode. I think it was later on though, actually, because he's like in the winter and he's playing like a little clarinet, and he's got this full-on beard. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. Like, it's. I have not rewatched those in a long time. I don't even remember finishing the series, to tell you the truth.
0: Do you have it on DVD or anything?
1: No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, this,
0: this is the thing. I, I There were two – they were flashback to two different times. One when he was like a, like a little boy, like 10, 11, 12, something like that. And then one when he was like a late teen.
1: Right.
0: Uh, we were showing Patrick Flan, 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 Flannery. <laughs> yeah. Played him as an old like a teenager or – Oh, and he did 20s. a fantastic
1: – I mean if you're talking about right. a guy that, that would look like him.
0: Well, those are the episodes I liked better. I didn't like when the little kid, when they had the little kid doing episodes.
1: Oh, maybe I got to look for the old episodes and wait till he gets a little bit older to kind of follow it. But no, I never really got into those.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like I said, I, I liked the Sean Patrick Flannery episodes. I didn't like the little kid episodes. Yeah. And it really wasn't even on that long. Which is Did you meet game.
1: him, by the way, at, at cool. the con? Uh, uh, Patrick, whatever his name is.
0: No, I don't, I don't think he was there, was he? Oh, I don't know. I just thought he would be a person. No, I don't think he was that okay. Let me see, did I meet anybody from indie movies? Probably not. I guess I, my best bet would probably be Short Round at some point. <laughs> I would think he'd be the one that'd be going around to these cons.
1: Right, absolutely. You know, yeah.
0: He'd be a good get between Goonies and, and Temple of Doom.
1: Oh, Should... heck yeah. But I, but I think now he's like a... Maybe a director or something like that. I'm not sure.
0: Is he a director?
1: Maybe. I don't know.
0: I think they all have like real jobs now except for Corey Feldman.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, like, you know, non movie jobs. Sure. Or yeah. I think, I think, did Chunk become a lawyer, an entertainment lawyer or something like that? I think. Who? Chunk from Goody's. Oh. I don't know. Maybe. I took a detour. I apologize. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. So when the Indiana Jones Toys came out, what did they have? What, do you remember? They, well, they did come out when we were kids or they came out when we were in college?
1: No, no. They, they, they did make action figures, but it was it was probably, I I want to say it was a year or two after the movie. And they did make they had the oh I remember now it was they had an Indiana Jones action figure, and he had this this gimmick where if you pull back the arm it was like spring loaded so you'd always crack the whip. Um, they made Marion. They made um, the guy that he shot in Cairo. Uh, they made the guy the the guy that he fought by the plane. Belloc, I believe, was a mail away. Tote was cool because he he'd had the scar in his hand, and as if he's did doing, he really? Yeah, as if he's doing high Hitler, right? So he had a straight arm, palm straight, and on the palm was the the scar of the the headpiece.
0: Right, and they were the um they were the same size as Star Wars, three and three quarters.
1: They were very similar, but they weren't. You know how the Star Wars series just had straight knees and stuff. Right, uh, this Indiana Jones. You can He can flex on his knees because he was able to – you can mount them on a horse and stuff. Because I actually think oh, okay. they, they modeled it after like some cowboy I think is what it was.
0: Oh, they were taken from a different toy line you mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then – oh, and then like uh, if you check our YouTube channel, I recently got the 12-inch Indiana Jones uh, action figure, which I had when I was a kid. And, uh, and it's – they basically just rehashed a Han Solo doll because it's – han solo's face
0: <laughs> yeah i think it was a, it was a great and that was a great video you did because you, you compared the old one to the newer one
1: right and that was terrible
0: oh it was so funny i remember thinking that when you were doing it, i'm like oh the guy sold him a hat from another figure because like, it doesn't even look like a fedora
1: no it looks, it looks like hat. and when i would play with it you know when i play with a toy back then i, I was always i always make an excuse that indy lost his hat you know like Oh Hat blew off again
0: wait, wait, Where's your hat?
1: <laughs> it blew off And I would just You know Kind of do it like that
0: <laughs> Indy Where's your
1: hat? <laughs> Yo Indy mm. uh, Yeah But for For the For the 12 inch styles I think that's the only one I had I don't know if they made Any other action figures For the 12 inch ones
0: So you didn't have The smaller figures? No, no I did oh, Okay uh,
1: No I had indie I think all I had was Indy I may have Had the no, I think I want to see my friend had because I know my friend, my friend Albert had most of them, and I'm, but I definitely did have indie.
0: Now they came out later when we were adults. They remade them, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah yeah. And
0: didn't you didn't you find them at Disney once? I remember you telling me. Did you buy them or did you saw them? I got
1: anything? a no. When when the Crystal Skull came out, they redid <sighs> Raiders of the Lost like basically all the movies. Um, so I got those I got most of the action figures I did not buy indie Crystal Skull Indie because it looks like my grandpa I mean it just doesn't look right <laughs> it just looks way too old uh, yeah they redid those and then I also have a couple of the Disneyland exclusives I think they were um, which is basically the figures and stuff it was really not that much difference right and uh, I got my daughter Mickey Mouse wearing the Indiana Jones garb so she got that Oh, that's cool, yeah.
0: Now, yeah. uh, as huge as indie is, you'd think a company like Funko, who makes the pops and has all the licenses, you'd think they'd have like a huge amount of indie pops, but they don't. They have three Indiana Jones pops, and it's ridiculous, to be honest with you. Is
1: it, is it one per movie? Is it like the Temple of Doom and then you know, Last Crusade thing?
0: Uh, I'm not sure about the third one, I know the first one. Well, first of all, they're all—they were all like exclusives, and you had to go to special stores or order them online or something to get them. And so, there's one—the box is Indiana Jones Adventures. I have one out of the three, and it's—it's it's Temple of Doom. He doesn't have a jacket on. He's got like a white shirt. He's holding a grenade, I think, or a stone. <laughs> no, he's holding a stone.
1: some card stone, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think he's got a gun in the other hand. Nice. That's the one I got. He was only available to um, uh, Disney parks. Disney Parks, you can only get them, and I ordered. And this is this is guys on the truth. So they went online. uh, They they, you can only buy them Disney Parks or through the Disney Parks app. Like there's an app, Disney has an app where you can buy whatever they sell in their parks uh, through the app. Oh wow! So, so I got the app just for this because it's gonna be a huge thing. I ordered two of them, and my plan was to keep one and give you one. Aww. Yeah, because I know. All right, don't be (laughs) all. So I got. (laughs) Uh, and there was such a rush on these things, or they oversold them, or something. They canceled everybody's orders. What? Yeah, and then I got. It was funny because I, I got two. Certi- you know, I, we're sorry we to do this. We, they sent us two certificates. Um, they sent me two because you know they gave me a certificate for each one I I ordered for ten dollars off, a, a, a purchase at the Disney Park store. So I had two of them. So they cancel raised order and then they put them back up with a limit of one per person. Oh wow! And I was I was lucky enough to get because like a lot of people couldn't get my on. I was lucky enough to get on, and I was able to pick one up. Cool. Uh, but the best part was because I had a ten dollar coupon. I could only use one coupon. The thing it cost like three dollars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I did get the one, and unfortunately I didn't get the one because, like I said, I was going to send it to you. So that's the Temple of Doom one. And then there's the... There was one that was New York Comic Con. It's called... the When when they do a pop figure with, like, a vehicle, they call it a pop ride. So have a pop ride of Indian in a Jeep. In a Jeep? Yeah, I guess... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, when does he drive a Jeep? <laughs> maybe <laughs> Last Crusade?
1: Um, you know, road rode a was he motorcycle. Going to Berlin, maybe?
0: Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. He's on a motorcycle. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe let's see if I can huh. see this picture. Too.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, so... And then there is the good one that everybody wants that I did not get my hands on.
1: What, full leather uh, jacket?
0: It's, he's got the fedora on, the full leather jacket. Oh, he's got the idol. He's got the idol in one hand and the whip in the other. Sick. It's nice. He's, sick. That's going for
1: $330. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. The one I got is going for
1: 150 Where were they selling that one? That was an exclusive. You had to order it or something?
0: San Diego Comic Con. Oh, I think
1: please.
0: It was at San Diego Comic Con in 2015, 15, Good Lord. I think was there a store, or maybe I think there was a store. That might have had some, but you were lucky to find it.
1: Just to get into the San Diego Comic cons is, is pretty tough as it is. Man,
0: it's a good looking pop, though, dude. Oh wow, it really is. <laughs> yeah. so the one I got is good looking, but I mean, this is indie indie. He's got the brown jacket, he's got the fedora, he's got the whip, he's got the he's got the idol. Yeah, it's a nice looking one. That's pretty. But sick. Y- but yeah, you think as popular as he was, they'd have more out and like, commons, too, but they but don't...
1: But let me ask you, is is Indiana Jones really that... I mean, I I love the character, but if not for the resurgence of the Crystal Skull, I mean, there are a lot of people, even my age, that that maybe don't like Indiana Jones as, as much, I think. You know, because the, the toys are pretty minimal. You know, right. even back then, even today, I mean, it's... If not for the Crystal Skull, I don't think a lot of people would... I mean, like, before Crystal Skull, there was never... Like, if you looked up, like, Halloween costumes, there was no Indiana Jones costume, you know? It wasn't until a Crystal Skull you started saying, oh, they started selling the fedora and the fake whip and all that stuff. But prior to Crystal Skull, you never saw it. Dude, I remember in high school, I I was Temple of Duke, Indiana Jones, right? I had—I don't know where I got my hat from. Or maybe I didn't wear a hat. I don't know, but I had a whip because I, I made a whip. And I remember I had—you know, I didn't have the Indiana Jones shirt. I got in so much trouble, man. I had like a white, you know, button shirt, and I just ripped the sleeve off of it. I got <laughs> in so much trouble from my mom. Why'd you rip the sleeve off? Because it? He, he loses a sleeve in Temple of Doom.
0: Oh my God, you're so. Great. I was in
1: so <laughs> much trouble. So, but but you know, you had to make the costume work and stuff. And I remember going to the party, and they're like, "Well, who are you?" I'm like, "I'm Indiana Jones from Temple of Doom," and they they didn't get it. They didn't get it. I was so upset. What if, what fool walks around with a bullwhip? and a ripped sleeve it's indiana jones you know and no one no one got i was at this party i just remember just sulking
0: well to be fair even marion didn't realize he had a whip she tried to burn the snake off him. i know he goes jesus <laughs> she just takes a torch and puts it to his leg I'm like what the heck is going on here his hip puts it to his hip like, yeah yeah, but I've seen that's your go-to Halloween costume now, right? Because you have the complete thing
1: practically every year. <laughs> practically every year, yeah.
0: You do the stubble too.
1: You know what's funny? No, I, I. Well, no, not really. What's funny make... is is that even though I I wear it for Halloween, but it's just my excuse to wear Indiana Jones out in public. You know, <laughs> that's that's my thing. It's like I get to play dress up in public and get to do it at work. <laughs>
0: Now, do, you, do you have a white dress for your wife to wear as Marion? No, come on, she's to do that.
1: No, you know they they do have. I think it's called. Oh man, it escapes me. You know how like they have like the Star Trek function and the Star Wars one. There's one for Indiana Jones, and and they have. I think this year it was in Germany. And the funny thing is, is that you know if you have Star Wars or Star Trek, you know you can have a bunch of people playing different roles right captain kirk spock what have you and this thing it's hilarious it's like a bunch of like middle-aged guys maybe about 30 of them and they're all indiana jones (laughs) you know so when they take the group shot it looks absolutely ridiculous
0: yeah nobody wants to be bella (laughs) right
1: right. no one wants to be sala what the hell you know (laughs) knowing me because you know i'm short round (laughs) pull that one off you're so funny. Yeah, yeah. So they just had, I think it's called like the Adventure something. Like I said, I, I think if not for the Crystal Skull, I don't know if Indiana Jones would be as big as we think he would be for other people. I thought,
0: yeah, I mean, I thought it was almost on par with Star Wars. Maybe not as huge, obviously, but I thought it was almost as popular.
1: oh uh, maybe. I mean, other than my, my best friend growing up, I don't know anyone else that was so obsessed with Indiana Jones except us two at the time. You know can I, ju- can I
0: just quickly go back to the toys
1: yeah
0: how, how if anyone wants to crap on the 80s all i'm going to say it's just the decade that gave us a, a action figure toy that gives the highlight or salute that's all <laughs> 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 it's so ridiculous right yeah
1: do you, do you have do you have a picture in front of you
0: uh, uh there's a a, a video on this uh it i'm telling you man it's
1: it I sent you the uh, oh, yeah. You? I sent you
0: I sent you the link of the video. You can watch after the show. But oh, okay, yeah. they had, Indy, and you're right. His he looks like Bessman Hand, except if Bessman Hand had khaki colored pants and not dark. <laughs> yeah. no, he had darker brown pants on, right? Best sure. Bessman Hand, yeah. best Hand, Bessman Hand has Indy, Marion, the dude with the, the the Nazi dude with the overcoat, Tote, uh, tote,
1: tote I think his name is
0: Balak, the German guy at the plane. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's. just... Oh, the, got, you
1: mean the the guy that he's fighting?
0: Yeah, the guy. Yeah, and um, uh, the guy with the sword in the black, you know, Arabian outfit, and then the guy with the torch with the white Arabian outfit, and then like a generic German shol- soldier with a rocket launcher. He <laughs> kills so many people Indiana in that Jones, movie. Dude. He kills so many people in that movie too. I was like, whoa, this guy's a straight up serial killer.
1: Yeah, he's shooting people in Cairo, and no one's like calling the police on him. No, but he takes he takes out a whole truck of, of Nazis by himself. Because yeah. remember, they
0: had two drivers oh.
1: and like six guys in the back.
0: Yeah, and he took all those guys out like one at a time.
1: What a badass! It really oh is. my god, <laughs> I I love that scene where he's like, uh, "Meet me at Omar's truck boat whatever." He's like, right. "How do you can do?" He's like, oh, "I don't know." I'm making this up. as like, "Yo," and then he gets on that horse, and from that moment on, it's I don't I didn't I didn't time it from the moment he gets on that horse. It must he's be. in beast mode <laughs> he's a, That, thank you that's that's the best word beast mode Indiana Jones the guy is unstoppable up until he hits us to the boat where he's oh, on the well, boat he's like oh my god I'm dying
0: yeah and she's like well, where doesn't it hurt he's like oh my funny bone
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. what about um but to be fair Belloc and, and the Germans had a lot of opportunities to kill him and they just never did they caught him like they caught him and Marion about six times in this movie oh yeah and They keep getting in the way.
1: You know, I I wondered that before. Why didn't he take care of it? And to me, it was like Belloc always waited for Indy to do all the work. So right. you can't get rid of Indy because you you kind of need him. You know, hey, Indy found found the found the ark without him. The, I mean, Belloc was in the wrong spot. I mean, eventually, I guess he would have found it. But it was almost like he kind of needed him to be there too. That's true.
0: Yeah. And, and I don't know what his plan was for Marion, but.
1: Oh, he oh. wanted to bang. Oh, who do you mean, Indy? Or no. Bell- uh,
0: Belloc? Bel- not Belloc. The, yeah, I guess Belloc. Yeah. Uh,
1: Belloc might like, banger.
0: Not, I know. That whole scene would put on this dress. I'm like, that's just weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just so happens he's got, you know, he says, like, it's. In like, her size. <laughs> yeah, three weeks in all directions, but I got your size and the Craig size shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Marion even I, gets another dress on the boat. On. Um,
0: yeah, she does have a change of clothes, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah,
1: and again, it fits perfectly with the right mm-hmm. size. I'm telling you, both of these guys must have like a wardrobe of like all different sizes of, <laughs> of shoes and dresses, just in yeah. case. Just in case.
0: So, if you can remember, when Indie ends, were you like, oh, I want another one? Or are you just enjoying the fact that you saw this awesome movie?
1: Well, I wasn't expecting a sequel. And what's interesting with, with how Raiders ends, it you don't get that feeling of elation uh in this movie you know because well he never got the arc he looks very sad and then when you look what happened to the arc it's just like another one of it looks like thousands of other crates that's right in area 50 whatever you know uh so you, you didn't get that kind of feeling but uh it was probably the only time the movie actually got to like catch your breath
0: yeah that's true
1: yeah but no i never, yeah, I, I never I, thought about a sequel
0: yeah, I, you know, I never thought about that. That's really smart. I mean, because Star Wars ends with them blowing up the Death Star, getting medals, and being heroes. And he achieves the goal of keeping it out of Nazi hands, but that's really the only win he can say he got. You're right. He didn't get a chance to study it. He didn't get a chance to, uh, you know, nothing really happens with it. It's like he went through all that so they could lock it in a warehouse.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? I guess the only thing he mm-hmm. really got was Marion back, maybe. Yeah, maybe. but she doesn't
0: even stick around well. She, See, I hate the I hate the sequels that are actually prequels, but then we don't see her. You know, he impregnates her, and we don't see her again until Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> I know,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I never. That's
0: a, that's a really good way of looking at the ending, dude. I never thought about that. Yeah, you're you're right. It's really not a happy
1: ending. It's, yeah, it's really not. Well, maybe that's you know, there, that's why some movies kind of resonate. You know, like there's some movies that when the bad guy wins, it kind of sticks with you a little bit better. Right, I'm not saying the bad guy won in this one, but Indy, I guess, kind of won, but kind of didn't too.
0: Right, yeah, no, no. I mean, he, you know, the objective of keeping on the hands of the Nazis checked, but not, right, you know, I, I, I'm sure he thought this would be studied and put in a museum, and because that was his thing. These are things that people needed to see, it needed, you know, for everyone to see and and marvel at and appreciate. So that was his whole thing with all these artifacts. Wow,
1: come to think of it, in this whole movie, does Indy ever? You know, as an archaeologist, does he ever keep anything? Or well, maybe he still has the the headpiece.
0: Well, remember he broke he broke the stick.
1: He broke Steph.
0: the stick. Yeah. Yeah, you you never really see the headpiece after that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Huh. Well it's funny, for all he is about protecting antiquities and stuff like that, when he's trapped in in, in the uh in the in the map room yeah. with what's her name, he's got no problem breaking statues and breaking walls. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. I know,
1: right. <laughs> You would think, as an archaeologist, this has got to be like one of the greatest finds. Like, oh my God, it's it's the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, let's just break every wall and everything in place and burn burn it to the ground.
0: Right. And you're right. When him and him and Marian, you know, after all the Nazis die and they get untied by the angels or whatever, yeah, you know, what are they doing? Like, how does you know? Even if they walk with it, because you got to think, him and Marion have to carry it somewhere.
1: Well you, know,
0: I, I, there, well, you know, the Nazis probably had because they were on an island, right? Yeah. So.
1: So do you assume that, see, whereas maybe, everyone maybe. that was on the submarine there?
0: You would have to assume that.
1: I guess. Or maybe all Indy had to do was, you know, find a radio. But it's a big jump. I mean, if, in the whole movie, when, I mean, you can literally trace where Indy goes by, like, the lines of the map. And there's a first time they don't do that.
0: Yeah yeah you're right they just jumped straight to washington
1: oh here, here's a cool fact uh marshall college where they film where it's because supposed, supposedly this takes place where he's like teaching connecticut it's actually here like in Yale california like it's at the yeah. university of o- ocean pacific that's where, where they he filmed it? it that's where they filmed it yeah and like uh i'm so tempted to go there wearing my my like all indie stuff
0: because you want to get her kicked off of a college campus?
1: No, 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 because I know what's going to happen. I'm going to go there and you find some other idiot probably do the same thing.
0: <laughs> no, they're all going to be dressed like mutt. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where they filmed uh, Crystal Skull 2, the same college? Or was uh, that oh, the, college?
1: the interiors? No, uh, oh, oh and, and I don't know. I'm not too sure. Never I never it was to
0: Princeton it. at first, but it wasn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, at the end of the movie in Raiders... Where supposedly, you know, where he's a top man and you're supposed to think that's Washington, D.C. That's right. actually the, um, it's actually a building in San Francisco.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of that, like the, the, the grand stairs and all that.
1: Yeah, that's actually San Francisco.
0: I'm wondering if that's the same staircase they use in the Untouchables. Oh! It looked familiar to me. It might wow, be a yeah. One, huh. it did look familiar to me.
1: Yeah. And India's house also in the in the very beginning of the film that was that house is in San Francisco as well. Well really didn't
0: uh Lucas grow up around there?
1: Yeah, he I think he's like in Marine County and stuff, but it's just funny that they're all the way over here, but they're supposed to be portraying like I'm assuming like Connecticut or something.
0: So what's what's Connecticut? Yale? Is that in Connecticut? Yeah. You gotta assume it's Ivy League, right?
1: Yeah you know what's weird indiana jones like in the beginning of the movie he was in peru
0: all right wait a minute so i just wait wait, wait,
1: hold on he's in peru and he comes back and he's teaching a class the very next day he's going to nepal right right what kind of freaking teacher is that
0: well he probably gets a lot of leeway from the university because (laughs) he brings back such treasures
1: i want to take indiana jones class he's never there
0: I know, right? That's that would be us in college. Easy. Yeah, he's ever there. <laughs> take Dr. Jones and all the hot girls take it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, so he's supposed to be teaching at Marshall College. Uh, Kingdom Crystal Skull, the college teams were filmed at Yale.
1: Was, oh, okay. Uh,
0: Spielberg's son was going there at the time. Oh, wow. So I'm looking at where Lost Ark was filmed. That's why Yale looked like Princeton. I think all the Ivy Leagues look alike. Sure. Uh, da, 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 da. so yeah, the building yeah.
1: at, at uh, UOP looks like a northeast kind of thing, but yeah, uh.
0: yeah, you're right. It does. It does look like a northeast thing.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So Marshall College and Raiders was Rick Rick Mansworth Masonic School in Hertfordshire, oh England, I guess. Okay. All right. Right. So that's right. so. Wait, is is I'm confused. So he teaches at Marshall College, right? Right. Is is Mutt going to Marshall College, or is that a totally different college? Uh,
1: no, Mutt never went to school. Well, and Kingdom
0: of Chris the skull. What what school was that? Was that? Oh, was I that
1: supposed to be? yeah, I would assume that was supposed to be Marshall College. Ah,
0: God, yeah. I'm gonna have to watch this movie again, aren't I?
1: Nah, <laughs> you can skip it.
0: No, I'm gonna have to. We're gonna talk about. It, I'm gonna have to watch it. <sighs>
1: You know, you know, I as much as I don't like Crystal Skull, I... I saw
0: so it four times I, in the theater?
1: I did. I It's one of those movies where, like, I think there's just some parts I do like, just some parts, it's just, I don't know what they were thinking, you know? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Save it. Save yeah, it. Save yeah. it. Save <laughs> it. Okay. All
0: right. All right. There's a lot I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
0: All right, so... And the rank of your top ten movies is this one?
1: Oh, this is one. This is this is, this is clearly one. one. Yeah. Clearly. And
0: do all the indies come first, or does Star Wars creep in there somewhere? Oh or Empire?
1: no, Star Wars is definitely up there too. Star Wars, well, actually, Empire specifically. That's probably like the one-two punch. If you're talking action films, I got to throw Die Hard up there also.
0: No, I'm talking. I'm talking films, whatever, rom coms, comedies, all together. Okay, you, you're on you're on the desert island you only get five movies
1: okay oh what am i five yeah oh jeez. dude man i don't know indiana jones empire maybe rocky die hard
0: four more.
1: <laughs> pretty woman i don't know oh princess bride there you go that's a good one i mean oh, something dude, i can watch what... over and over again
0: dude you were about to catch so much crap for pretty <laughs> i
1: was joking dude come on
0: Robin hood prince of thieves
1: <laughs> I watched that recently.
0: You love that movie, acknowledge <laughs>
1: I did. I don't know why. Does, does it hold up? <laughs> does it hold up? um Kevin Costner does not hold up, but everyone else does.
0: <laughs> you mean his acting?
1: Yeah, he starts off with an English accent, and then he, he loses it completely after.
0: I never noticed that. I read that. I, I'm gonna have to watch it again.
1: Yeah, he starts off. He really is trying in the opening scene, and then it's just gone. Totally (laughs) got. And everyone else around him has an English accent. He
0: got gentrified or whatever. He got Americanized (laughs) in the Moorish prisons.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. So that is Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And we are definitely going to do our uh, John Williams music because as I've gotten older and I'm watching these movies over again. The music is so important to the mood of of these films. It's totally crap. It is. It's so incredible, And you know, when you hear those, you just like your heart soars. Oh yeah. That's awesome sauce.
1: You know, um, there's a a podcast that I started. It was probably about two years ago. And one of them we did, we actually did Raiders of the Lost Ark. And my friend Ryan actually reenacted the map room scene i i got chills like he was he, as he was talking i was i was sitting like across from him like oh my god i'm at the, at the movies again it was it was done so well what do you mean
0: he reenacted he was saying all the lines
1: uh well no because in that scene there's actually no lines at all but he was kind of tell like he was kind of explaining what was going on in the map room gotcha. and uh i don't know if i laced music over that one but oh man i remember he was talking i was like I was like, "Oh my god, I'm at the movies again." <laughs> <So it's> just, <laughs> it's just it could find if you could find the episode, Hidden Gems podcast, just that one episode. It's that one's done pretty well. <laughs> All right,
0: last fun. question you that have one. to you have to find something wrong with the the Raiders of Lost Ark movie. What's your
1: nitpick? What's the nitpick? Yeah, there ha- you have to find something. Uh, what would be the nitpick? Well, I, like I said, there's some are just some parts of the movie where. You're just supposed to accept. I think the big one was Marion, Marion, not being on the truck when it explodes. Oh, there's one thing that I that I, well, I, I know from a film point of view I understand why they did it, but I I wish they would have shown it though. Is at the end of the movie when Indiana Jones says to Marion, you know, whatever happens, Marion, don't look, right? right? And that's in reference to when Indy meets a shaman in in, in Cairo. When they're reading off of, you know, the headpiece, it actually says on there supposedly, you know, don't look. You know, that th- there actually was a warning on that thing, but they cut it out of the film. You know, oh. and so they they did it for the purpose of if had you known that ahead of time, it kind of takes away at the end of the movie. Oh, well, all you gotta do is not look. Versus at that moment, Indy's saying, "Hey, don't look," and you didn't know why he was saying it. It almost made you feel like, well, made me feel like, wow, Indiana Jones—he's—he's he's smart. He's using his knowledge as an archaeologist. He knows something because he read the Bible, you know, something like that.
0: Yeah, I just assumed it was knowledge he had. From right, exactly. Just knowing about it. Yeah. But
1: but how they filmed—they actually did film that part of the scene where the do reveal what was on that. So I, I wish maybe like in a deleted scene, like I would, you know, that's what sucks with these films that were filmed in '81. You know, we don't have the luxury like we do today of having all like the deleted scenes and the bloopers and stuff like that. I mean, it's just don't have it. They do have online, um, the screen testing with uh Tom Selleck, though. They really, yeah, yeah, look that one up. It's it's terrible. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) you don't think he would have made a good indie? You never
1: know. I mean, like, it's is is it Harrison Ford that makes it? Is it the story that makes Harrison Harrison is a good-looking dude. I mean, when I'm watching this film, I was like, God, that's a good-looking guy. <laughs> so I, <That's> so <laughs> he nails it. He nails it. All right, then. On that note. On that note, yeah, let's end it.
0: <laughs> let And we'll see you soon for uh, Temple of Doom. Yeah. All right, Alan. I have some uh, gracias. Well, I have a gracias to give out.
1: Hey,
0: there you go. we like to say thank you to the people that favored us on Anchor.
1: Okay. As you and yawn. to those
0: – I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and to those that would um, leave us a nice little uh, review on iTunes. And if you like our show, please show us by giving us a five-star review and writing something nice about us on iTunes if oh, possible.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Check this out. I, now, did, I did this thing. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead again.
0: And as you know, Grasis is uh, Egyptian for thank you. (laughs) See, I'm I'm sticking with the theme of the show. Uh, Uh, So we only have one. It's tip of the tongue. Hey, hello. Tip of the tongue. Welcome to, I believe, welcome to anger, And most especially welcome to the Nerd in Me listening family. And we appreciate your patronage.
1: Wonderful. Uh, Let's see. I did some things on Instagram. Basically, which was your favorite indie movie? And I would say the majority said the first one except one. Oh, no, except, whoa, I take that back. Well, this is a hodgepodge. I would say one, two, three, four, five. I don't know. I would,
0: wow. I already forgot which one I voted
1: for. Uh, you voted for the first one. I would say it's almost okay. half and half of the first and third in One Temple of Doom.
0: I really, really like Last Crusade, though.
1: Yeah, Last Crusade. That That's fun that's fun but oh man my 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 opinion changed it's weird um i also asked which leading actress was perfect for indie and i think most of them said marion one person said none of them uh let's... yeah you see that's what
0: they're lacking i don't know that their leading women were all that great
1: no they weren't in in all the films not not really right. i mean even in temple of doom it's it almost seems like they really really weren't trying to build a relationship between the two. It almost seems like Lily yeah. really was just always in the way.
0: Yeah, they were just giving us, Phil and his wife, something to do.
1: <laughs> exactly. 78% of the people do not want an Indy 5. Um, 40% do own a Fedora. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's,
0: that's more than I thought.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, 55% do not want Chris Pratt.
0: Really? Yeah. That's a close one, huh?
1: A hundred percent no on Alden Ehrenreich, Mr. Solo. (laughs) No surprise there. And uh, 73% on Anthony Ingruber, who actually played a young Harrison Ford in Age of Adeline, who did a bang-up job. Bang-up job. You know, my daughter thought that was a young Harrison Ford. (laughs)
0: Oh, wow, is, yeah,
1: I mean, like it looks and sounds, and yeah, the guy's like a great impersonator and stuff. So
0: yeah, I saw some of his scenes on YouTube. He does a really good job.
1: Yeah, he, he sounds does. just like. Him. Yeah, same stature, same height, same everything.
0: So. He even looks like him a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'd give him like a whole indie role, but I would definitely use him for like an Indiana Jones cartoon or something. Just to do the voiceovers. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, my friend? Uh, where can we be found, Alan? Oh, geez. Let's see. Anchor and Instagram. We're on Nerd and Me. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Nerd and Me Podcast. Like I said, on YouTube, I did a nice little toy review, and I think I'm going to have something tomorrow that's Indiana Jones related, and I'll put it on YouTube, Ooh. but we'll see. Teaser. <laughs> Brothers in armchairs.com, where we have these awesome other guys on the podcast channel, too. we got Enter the Nerd Zone, those fabulous. Fabulous, wonderful people. I got a lot of flack from last time from calling them bozos. I mean us. Mm. Us. Not just them. Us. Enter the nerd zone. They have a cool show. They just did a line of um Harry Potter and what was the Yeah, they
0: finished did? they finished their Harry Potter. They
1: finished it. That's yeah. a lot of films.
0: Uh, they just did The Monkeys and um, uh Chevy
1: Chase and Bill Murray. They Chevy played.
0: Chase and Bill Murray, um the movies of Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. Oh, f- really and, funny uh, yeah. Out. Yep, and, you know, wrestling and such still get to.
1: Sure. Fat Guys in Little Coats, where uh, you and your buddy Pete, you actually guys just went to a Comic Con recently, and I love those stories there. Uh, stuff you don't need to know. Uh, Jay does that one. It's a hodgepodge, a mix of everything, like everything. Uh, yep. Defenders of the Realm, where Jay does a little game review. So, com. check that one out. Please rate and review, like Jonathan said, on iTunes. Or you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. Woo, man. It. We need to dial that one down a little bit.
0: Uh, you, you, you don't have to say it so quickly. You can take a breath in between.
1: Ugh, I guess. It's running late, dude. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Al, I guess I'll see you. Uh, where does Temple of Doom t- take place? India?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah. All right,
0: so I guess you're planning our trip to India, right?
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> our Temple of Doom podcast? <laughs> we can do that. I mean, that was fun. I liked our intro. That was fun. Yeah, it was good, yeah. All right. I enjoyed it. Till next time, Indeed. Peace.